Hey guys, welcome back to this podcast. I am She, Safefield, and Elevated. This is your podcast host, Frenchelle J. And today I just wanted to come on here while I was in the spirit and just let you guys know a little bit of my testimony and, um, you know, just let you know what God is doing and how it's so important to stay still in the midst of a storm because he will see you through. Faith is not a game. It's not a joke. Faith is real. I'm talking about not just the faith when nothing is going on. I'm talking about the real faith when things are happening and you don't know how you're going to eat or you don't know how you're going to get the money for your bills and you don't know where the blessing is coming from. But you stand on the word that God has promised you and you see it through. And that's, that's the most, you know, that's, that's the part that gets me. So anyway, I want to tell you guys a little quick story, um, about what's been going on. So I know I came on there and the last episode I talked about Tyler Perry, um, how he came, how God was telling me to go ahead and put stuff on layaway. You know, I haven't been working. My client that I usually work with, I'm a nurse and I go to school with one little boy and he became sick before the Christmas holiday. And, um, I, you know, didn't know how severe it was. He wound up going into ICU and I was without a job. But the agency that I work for, the company that I work for, they were staffing me here, staffing me there. They were doing a great job with keeping me staffed. Um, It wasn't as frequent. I usually work a Monday through Friday type of situation or just, you know, frequent days. I usually work more um, days opposed to being scattered all over the place. So this particular time, they kind of like rent out of um, places to send me. And uh, I was getting a, a gig here, a gig there. And um, where was I? Because I don't even remember. But like I was saying to you guys, uh, God, he will come through when nobody else will. You just have to hold on, have faith. Be steadfast. When things is falling down around you, don't move. So I was telling you about, I think, the Tyler Perry story where um, around Christmas time, I wasn't working. My little guy had went to an ICU and they was finding me gigs, you know, eyes and ends here and there. But it was nothing like a consistent work. And, um, you know, I... I know God says, cast all your cares and fears on me. I gave him all of that. I didn't know how I was going to get Christmas things. You know, my kids are older, but still, they still want something for Christmas. I didn't know, nor did I care, nor was I not, I wasn't even worrying about any of this stuff. Um, You know, my job pays for food. I didn't worry about that. God had put people in places, you know, people in places to aid me with that as well. He just, I just let him be God. I just took the cap off, the limits off, uh, me, my fear off. I trusted God. So I had one friend, I was telling her what I was, what was going on. And she was like, you need to get another job because you know, you're, you need to feed your kids and you need to do this. It was just, I need to do, I need to do, I need to do. And, um, one thing I feel like is so important is just to build a relationship with God and actually sit down to hear what, you know, hear his voice, learn his voice. Uh, One of the books that I'm into right now is Joyce Meyer's How to Hear from God. 
And um, I was referred for uh, that book was like referred to me through another podcast host. Her name is Tatum Tamia. She's blessed and bossed up. And um, she said, I kept saying, I don't know how to hear from God. I'm frustrated. I don't know how to hear from God. And she just kept saying, like, you need to get this Joyce Myers book. I mean, she sent me the the link on Amazon. I ordered the book. And um, I also will do my best to put a link in this episode as well for the book. But when I say amazing, it's always great to hear God's voice for yourself because you'll have so many people coming to tell you things that you should do because as human beings, that's what we know to do. When something else don't work, we can't sit there. We need to move. That's our instinct. Not realizing that if you make God the CEO of your life, period, he will direct your path. If he fed the birds, what do you think he'll do for us? If he was able to feed the birds, what do you think he would do for us? And I've always stood stood firm on that word itself. I will get you the scriptures at the end of this podcast. I'll have all the scriptures that I'm um, reciting verbatim for you. But when I say you have to have faith as big or as small as a mustard seed, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, he can do anything, anything if you just believe. You have to believe. So anyway, speeding up the process of it all, I uh six this was six weeks out. So I we I went out before Christmas, maybe like a week before Christmas. And January came, I wanna say January sixth, January seventh, we started school back. So I went to go and my client was out of the hospital then and I'm thinking that we was going to go ahead and go back to school. And um, she has some hiccups with him, I guess. You know, the parent had some hiccups with my client. So she was kind of afraid to let him go back to school for the first two days. So I called up my company and I said, hey, listen, I'm not getting paid. I keep going out to the house, sitting outside, waiting for the little boy. She's not bringing him out. You know, I'm not getting paid. So then I told him, like, listen, I think I'm going to just go ahead and pull out on this case. I said, this is a school case. I don't know how long you expect me to sit around and wait for you guys, for him to get better. You know, I can't keep holding holding my bills off and I can't keep telling the bill company, you know, not this time, not this week, next week, not this week, next week. I said, sooner or later, I'm going to have to pay my bills. And this is what I was stating to the company. And it was like, you're right. I said, so I don't know what you want me to do, but I know this little boy needs me. And I know God put me in this little boy's life because before I signed up with this company, I had no intentions on working full-time Monday through Friday. I was working on my business as an entrepreneur, so I was going to do that and then take some part-time work. I had no plans on going and working with this disabled little guy, but I know when I got to the company, it was telling me that he's been sitting home and that he would love to go to school. I walked in, seen a little guy, so precious, such a gorgeous little guy, and, um, you know, I took the case from there. Um, So I know this was God planting me here from the gate because I had no intentions on even doing what I'm doing now. I had no intentions on being a school nurse, no intentions on being a private care nurse for just one student. I didn't even know what that was. And um, so I told him, I said, listen, I'm going to have to go and find some other work. And they said, well, let me see what we can do. Let's see if we can go ahead and get you paid. Long story short, y'all, 
I am now, even recording this now, I'm recording this and getting paid as we speak. God is amazing. He will open up doors and windows um, where and bless you where you won't have room enough to receive everything. You just have to trust in God and just know that he is God. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the finisher. He's the author. I'm telling you, he's the author and the finisher. He is the beginning and the end. You have to trust him. I can't stress it no more. If he feed the birds, he will feed you. You have to stop letting you not, oh, even as these workers as of right now, these, uh, these federal workers, if you are out there listening, please understand, do not look at your circumstances and grow weary. Do not look at your circumstances and start fretting. Do not look at your circumstances and feel like you have to move. Yes, move. Move closer to God. Move closer to building a relationship with the Lord. Make the Lord the CEO of your life. If you let him, he will be the driver. He will be the pilot of the plane. I'm telling you right now, he will be the conductor of the train. I promise you, please listen to the sound of my voice. He will direct your path. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And you have to believe that. For all the people out there that know God, that's listening to me right now, tithes. Pay your tithes. Be faithful. I don't care if it's just five minutes a day. We're spending time with God. If it's a devotional app, go on the uh, Bible app on your phone. If you have an iPhone or an Android, download the app on your phone. Y'all have to get connected. It's 2019. This the, the, the world is changing. We have people that's higher than us, like the president. We have no control of this. Look at what we're going through now. And we're talking about workers that were federal workers that felt like they will always have a job, that felt like they will always have an income, that felt like they will always be secure. Look at what they're going through now. That's why this is the time to stand fast, steadfast, grab onto the armor of God. Know that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Know that he will be there to see you through. Know that he's always by your side. You have to understand this now. A plan and a purpose is necessary. If you don't do nothing else, seek God out for yourself. He said if you abide in him and he abide in you, that you can move mountains that y'all will move mountains together. Nothing that you state will, will go unnoticed. None of your desires will be unheard. He's telling you. And I know it may sound like I'm preaching a choir, but I'm promising you, I'm only speaking on what he's taking me through right now. I am in the same position as you. I, when he goes to the hospital and when a little boy goes to the hospital, I don't have a job. I have to trust in God and know that he is, he is Lord. I have to trust in him that, and to know that he is God, that he will never leave me nor forsake me. And I, I promise you, I, this is the most I've ever, this is the most peace I've ever had in my life. Once I decided to seek God and just put all, cast all my cares and worries and fears and pain on him. It's not an easy thing at first to do. It's a scary thing to trust something or someone that you cannot see. I know. I get it. I've been there. But I remember me laying down there on my deathbed. Nobody else to help me. Nobody else heard my cry. I'm screaming for a nurse and everything. Nobody heard me. I was in this place. I knew nothing about this place where I was at. And I ended up in the hospital. 
Nobody heard me. I didn't speak not no type of um, foreign language, no anything. And I remember crying out to God saying, please don't let me go like this. I'm sorry for disobeying you. Father God, there's nobody else that I can call right now. Everybody else that I usually would call, no one's answering the phone or other people's going through their stuff. The minute I stopped crying, I looked towards the hospital door. I was laying in my room and it was this woman who came past my room and she just said, hey, how are you? And she asked me what I was in the hospital for and I started to tell her and she told me I'm right next door. She said, so if it's anything that you need, she spoke two languages. She spoke English and then she spoke another language. And she said, if there's anything, Spanish, and she said, if there's anything that you need, I'll be your advocate. I knew this lady from Adam and Eve. I didn't even know her. She didn't even know me. Ever since he got me out of that, pulled me out of that, just put people in a place right there. She knew she didn't even know me. She didn't even know me. And God put her there to help me out. And that's the reason why I was able to actually trust God, you know. And hopefully you don't have to go to that extent to know that he will look out for you. To know if he feed the birds, aren't you worth more than that? You know, that way Hopefully you don't have to go down that lane to believe that God is God, to believe that he will reign, that he will never leave you nor forsake you. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. But, you know, I say all of that to say today, I just had to come and tell my testimony. So I've been home all week and I'm getting paid all week for being inside, for being home. I'm able to see my kids off to school. I'm able to pick out their outfits. I'm able to help my daughter get her hair together. <coughs> I'm able to do a lot more than what I was and get paid. Could you only, only, only imagine if I would have listened to my friend when she was telling me, girl, you need to get up. Girl, you need to get up and get a job. You need to get up and leave that company. You need to get up and do this. I sacrificed my money for somebody else, for that little boy, because I know if I would have left him, nobody else would do what I've done. Nobody else would even dare to stick by his side the way I stick by his side, the way I take care of him. Nobody else. God put me on an assignment, and I knew that. That's why it's so important to build a relationship with God for yourself so that way you are able to hear his word. So that way you can uh, extinguish or distinguish exactly, excuse me, distinguish exactly what somebody else is telling you opposed to what God is telling you. If you hear him for yourself, you would know to sit still and know that he's God. In the midst of all the mess, I mean, I'm talking about everything could be falling down around you. Don't look at your circumstances. Don't focus on that because the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he wants you to focus on that. He wants you to be able to sightsee things that's going on. And he can attack you spiritually. 
Everything is not what we see it. Don't look at your circumstances. How can I say this? Don't look at your circumstances and move off of your emotion. Move off of your circumstances. Move off how you feel. Pray about it first. Meditate. Go to God. Listen to God first. When things is going on, don't don't pick up the phone first and call a friend. Pray and let God hear you. Talk to God first. I'm telling you, I've been through it. I did it. I'm talking about I didn't have deadlines was coming in, bills was coming in. I didn't have nothing. All I knew to depend on was God. So I just came on here to tell you today that he reigns. He reigns. Trust in him uh, with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Don't try to figure it out. All I need you to do is fight is a spiritual warfare. And let me see if I can break this down just a little just a little bit. Let me see what example I can use. So for instance, you and your spouse or you and your, your boyfriend or you, you and your partner get into an argument, right? And now all of a sudden y'all done got into an argument. You done said some words that you didn't want to say. He done said some too, right? And now the words that y'all done said... Can I use that? The word, the words that y'all done said, y'all can't take them back. It's hurtful, right? So instead of you guys sitting down, moving forward, forgiving each other, y'all done built up a resentment against each other. And that's good for the devil, right? Because he come to kill, steal, and destroy. A family who don't pray together don't stay together. So he know that y'all going to look at y'all circumstances. But y'all don't fight it with what y'all see. Y'all don't fight each other. It says that we shall not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and, and, and authority in high places. And that this is a spiritual warfare. So it may look like y'all two are the problem. Y'all not the problem. It's deeper than that. So you have to move out of your own way. You have to tap into spiritual guidance, your Bible, your church, your pastor, you know, learning God for your own self and realize that the devil wants y'all to rise up against each other because if y'all, you know, y'all not going to be able to stand. A, A rocky foundation that's built on sand will not stand. A family who don't pray together will not stand. So now y'all at each other's eyes. Y'all at each other's throat. Y'all now looking at each other as enemies that y'all can't trust each other. You know, y'all now putting labels on each other and stuff like that. Opposed to knowing that the devil, he's going to sneak you in the spiritual realm. You can't see the devil. You can't see the devil. The only people that you see is the person that's standing in front of you that you are arguing with. That you were that you were tearing down instead of uplifting them. That's the reason why you have to read your word and, and spend time with God each and every day. Each and every day. I won't get into that. I just want to come on here to tell you guys I am able to do my podcast and still get paid through my job. God is amazing. I cannot thank him enough. But I'm done with the podcast, y'all. I'm going to end it right here. And I just want to say thank you so much just for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And let's just, you know, end it in prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just come to you today thanking you so much for all you have done, Father. We thank you for the food that you have put on our table, the house, the clothing, Father. We thank you for the cars, Father God. We thank you for our cell phone. We thank you for heat, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for giving up your only begotten son 
done. We thank you for redeeming us, Father God. We thank you for saving us from ourselves, Father. We thank you for bringing us from the darkness into the light, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We just want to come to you right now and just repent for anything that we have done, any sins, knowing and unknowing sins, Father God. We ask that you curve our tongue, Father God. We ask that you use our tongues for uplifting and inspiration, Father, and encouragement, Father God, and then speak life into somebody or someone, even though the circumstances may not look what you were saying, look like what you were saying, Father. We are, we are asking that you just help us stand on your word, Father God. We're asking that you pour out faith and strength, Father God, and comfort. No matter what these people are going through, Father God, or no matter what we are all going through, Father God, I'm asking you to come through and just continue to show your unveiling, your unwavering love, Father God, your unwavering grace, your unwavering faith, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you so much just for hearing our cry, Father God. We're asking that I'm asking that you guide that God that you lead the way father I'm asking that you help the people that are listening to me right now father God to um, help them to hear you. Give them a new ear, Father God. Give them a new eyesight, Father God. Give them a new mind. Renew their mind, Father. No matter what type of negative stuff they are going through, we are asking that they speak life and life and life abundantly, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm just asking you, Father God, just to shower your love upon them, Father. When they cry, run to their beck and call. Let them know that you are there. Align people in position to meet them where they at, Father, no matter where they at, Father, please, I beg of you in Jesus' name that you just continue to cover them with the blood of Jesus. We're asking for faith. We're asking for strength. We're asking to let go of fear. We're asking to be courageous in the Lord. We're asking to be rebuilt, healed, restored. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we are asking that they're able to trust you, Lord, and not lean on their own understanding, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> I forgot to give you guys scriptures, so I will go ahead and give you some of these scriptures right now. You guys can write them down, look them up, hold on to them, and here they are. So the first scripture that I wanted to give you guys is Matthew six twenty six. And let me pull up my Bible so that way I can actually read it to you guys. Okay, it says, look at the birds in the sky. They don't plant or harvest. They don't even store grains in barns. Yet your father in heaven takes care of them. Aren't you worth more than birds? And then the next scripture I wanted you guys to write down is Deuteronomy 31. Verse 8. And then that one says, The Lord will lead you into the land. He will always be with you and help you. 
So don't even be afraid of your enemies. And that's basically God will never leave you nor forsake you. And then another scripture that I wanted to give you guys was Psalms 46 verse 10. And that one says, our God says, calm down and learn that I am God. All nations on earth will honor me. And that's in a C-E-V-D-E-C, the contemporary English version. But I usually read from the NLT version. So let's just go over that scripture. Come see the glorious work of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. I'm sorry, that's verse 8. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. I was reading verse 8, y'all. And then the last scripture, last but not least, um, I want to say it's Malachi 3, verse 10. And that one says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food in the temple. If you do, saith the Lord of heaven armies, I will open up the windows of heaven for you. I will pour you out a blessing so great you won't have room enough to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant for I will guard them from insects and diseases. And that's verse 10 through 11. So Malachi 3, 10 through 11. And um, I so stand by what he says. I'm a living testimony. I wouldn't even come on here and lie to you. You just have to stay steadfast. Know that he's God. Be still in the midst of the storm. When everything seems to be falling down around, everything you keep getting hit back to back to back to back. He's just telling you to be still. Yes, it's painful. Don't get me wrong. But he still wants you to be still. Trust in him and know that he is God, that he reigns, that he is the alpha and the omega, that he's the, the author and the finisher. You know, he wants you to be able to trust him. He also wants you to put him to the test. That's all you have to do. You don't have nothing else to lose, especially when you're already in a bind anyway. What's the sense of stressing out? High blood pressure. Stress is a secret, silent kill is a silent killer. And you don't know all the hormones that is being implemented in your body that is being produced by you stressing out. So when you can do nothing else, why cry about it? Yeah, you can cry about it, but why continue to stress over it is what I'm saying. Get all your emotions out that you need to get out. Cry out to God. Pray to him. But don't keep dwelling on something that you cannot change. By you stressing about it, it's not going to change the situation, nor is it going to manifest money or blessings into your life. If anything, is going to bring negativity, not positivity. So you want to speak those things that are not as though that as though they were there. So you want to basically say things that you're not seeing at the moment. So if it's rainy outside, you want to be like, God, let there be light. Let there be sun. I see sun. The sun is beautiful. And I know it sounds crazy. But I'm telling you, you guys have to be able to implement positivity into your life to even manifest what you want to see. And you look at your harvest to realize 
dang, I ended up with garbage. That's because it's what you planted. You have planted garbage. You are a gardener. Whatever seed you plant in the ground, that seed shall grow. So if you're planting negativity, you're going to have a, a whole bunch of negativity. Your whole root, including the branches and the pears or whatever you're trying to grow, apples, whatever fruit you're trying to see, is going to be negative fruit because you didn't plant anything positive. All you knew was negativity. So let's start today by sac- by. Doing something different, starting today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till New Year's resolution. Don't wait for a month later. Don't go on a fast a month later. Today is the 25th. Make sure you guys start your day positive now. Even if you don't woke up and you're tired, I am full of energy in Jesus' name. You know, I am the head and not the tail. I have more than enough. I'm rich in Jesus and the Lord. I'm financially stabled. My car is paid off. My house is paid. I'm a millionaire. I have a husband that honors God, that follows God. You guys have to speak what you guys want to see starting today. That is your homework for this week. You guys can come back on here, leave me a message, and give me some wins of how it all worked out for you guys. I hope I hear from you guys. And have a blessed day. Until next until next podcast. I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye guys. God bless.